0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey, everybody. Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, all sort on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. It's cooler in Southern California than it was last week. We've gotten a total of uh, 16 minutes of rain the last four months. Congratulations to us. Of course, we can only water the lawn once a week. And, uh, our lawn is no longer there. It is now brown dirt. Okay. Uh, back to Pennsylvania, an art source who missed last week because he was celebrating his 126th birthday. And,
0: Art, not we able to get around at 126? Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Well, the reason you got that rain is because I got stuck the last four days down in Cabo San Lucas in Hurricane K. And, I mean, you want to talk about some rain. And it worked its way right up the Baja Peninsula, right into Southern California. And uh, I'll tell you what, Cabo San Lucas was quite a trip. Amazing place. Um, changed a lot in the last 25 years. I will say that much. <laughs> Come here now, wearing your hat today. Well, you know, my hair looks so good today, Fred. I figured I'd go, you know, sans the no, hat. No, but I, I mean,
1: to show your allegiance to some team. That's what I was thinking you were wearing the hat for. Is that we're a, on the
0: Artie you- Source team tonight.
1: <laughs> all right so uh, we've got so much to talk about folks we're taping this at about uh, three ten on uh, thursday and in about uh, two and a half hours or two and a quarter hours we'll have nfl action which we'll talk about in a moment are you've been around the game a long time i i've been around the game a long time i've seen good calls i've seen bad calls on monday night football and i'm I, i'm not saying this because we're doing the show I believe that may have been the worst call I've ever seen by a coach, Nate Hackett, going for a 64-yard field goal instead of allowing a guy who's come uh, his team back 32 times in the fourth quarter. In
0: Russell Wilson, I agree with you, Fred. But Uh here's what here's the funny thing: he was wide right, so you know, looking at it from a different perspective, I guess you know the kicker. McManus has the ability to kick it from 64 yards. Now I can understand if they were in Denver and they'd bring him in to try a 64 yarder in the altitude, but at sea level in, in, in Seattle, that's an awfully big ask in my opinion, but Get I, I would have let Russell come out, spread it out, even run a quarterback draw do something. I mean, they had a chance to win that game. They fumbled, what, four times they got inside the red zone and they got three points total. They fumbled at the one-yard line on fourth down twice. I mean, it looked like – don't take this the wrong way, but it looked like a Paul Hackett coach team.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, obviously, uh, I think he got the job because he was the offensive coordinator for the Packers, and they thought in Denver that maybe they could wheedle a trade with the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. That didn't come to pass. Now they're stuck with the coach. But 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 I mean this in all so just mathematically, and I am into numbers, but not the analytics. You can uh, I don't care about, but the just per percentages. I think if you could take a look at it, Tom Dempsey kicked a sixty three yard field goal, Prater sixty four, um, Tucker sixty six. There may have been another since then, sixty three or sixty four. So let's say five field goals in the history of the NFL sixty three yards or longer versus Russell Wilson fourth and five normal quarterback probably in that circumstance maybe a 30 to 40% shot wilson because he's led his team back 32 times in the fourth quarter maybe 50 to 60 i don't care if the field goal is good it was a bad decision i mean it was just I mean, the odds were against it anyway. i agree i agree i would i
0: would go with my quarterback especially with everything on the line in the first game of the season and but i will t- i will say this the toughest place to play in football is at Lumen Field in Seattle. That 12th man is real. And I got to say, those kids came out, and this is not a team that's going to win probably five or six games this year. They played inspired, amazing football. And and to be perfectly honest with you, Denver looked just like all the other teams that rested all their starters in preseason. I'm going to say this, Fred. Anybody, Mahomes came out and played in every preseason game, throws five touchdown passes. Aaron Rodgers did nothing in in the preseason, and he looked like the biggest bum on the planet, all right? So there's got to be a happy medium with these coaches somewhere. I mean, you've got to get these guys, you know, and and I was listening to Sean Payton the other day, and Sean says you can protect your quarterback in preseason with the right play calls. You really can, and and I agree with that. So there really is no reason why you can't play – 8, 10, 12, 15 plays in a couple preseason games. I mean, it's completely different. The speed of the game on game night is different from these practices. I've been to NFL practices my whole life. They run around, they catch the ball, the music's playing, they throw the ball out. It's like they don't play full speed in practice. The only way you can get great as a football team is to practice greatness. And you don't see that anymore, friend. Practice, practice, practice.
1: Uh, folks, you can email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. Of course, but folks, Fred, here's our-
0: the other thing I wanted to talk to you about Amazon, you know, I mean, $11 billion, streaming rights, you know, Prime. It's an amazing thing. The NFL, you know, their ratings were up 5% week one. 121 million fans in the United States actually took in games. Last Sunday, Thursday, whether it was Buffalo, against the Rams, you know, and Monday night. So, you know, the NFL, they seem to have the right, the right formula going. I mean, they keep continuing, you know, to, to just get record ratings, and I don't see it. But, you know, then again, I go back to when football was a different game than it is now.
1: When we started, six exhibition games, 12 regular season games. Then they went to 14. Uh, regular season games. And then, of course, uh, they went to uh, uh, 16, now 17, an 18 week season, all for their monetary value and profit to the National Football League. So we only have three preseason games. That's exactly what Zard's talking about. So basically, what the league has said is yes, the fans who buy season tickets still have to buy the three preseason games. And at yes, price and full price. The, at full at, price. At full price, and yes, most of the stars will not be playing very often. When we had four games or six games exhibition, they played a little bit, at least early on in the Mm -hmm. exhibition season. And as Art indicated, I called last week the last week of the exhibition season, and then some of the quarterbacks uh, proved me correct, and Art indicated, Roger's among them, and he said, uh, you know, how many passes in his career, and yet he wasn't ready with the new group around him, to do anything against Minnesota. He looks shabby, as you indicated. Now, tonight, you got week two. It's on Amazon. Here locally, it's also on Channel 11. I can get Amazon, but I'll watch it and on Channel I think Channel it's
0: 11. going to be on direct TV at sports bars and all these other places. So, you know, even though it's Amazon Prime, I think there's a lot of different ways you can actually pick this game up. So it's going to be really interesting to see what – you know, Amazon's saying they're going to get 12 million viewers. The networks think it's going to be more like 7 or 8 million. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the real numbers are. Because in the world we live in, you know, it's hard to figure out what numbers really are, are, are accurate. And, you know, whether you're fact-checking or whatever, who knows. But I'm interested to see how it actually works out. And you got Fred Godelli, you got Al Michaels, Kirk Hermstreet. You know, you, you, got a great crew. Um, I'm not really that fired up about Kirk Herbstreet because I look at him as a college broadcaster, but he's a good broadcaster. And I think if you work with Al Michaels, he makes everybody look good. As you're aware of Fred, the guy's the consummate professional, 77 years old. Alfalfa looks great. Hamilton high school in Southern California. Uh,
1: the closest high school or real close to where I went to high school, Culver city, uh, high school and um, of course I knew Al's mom I've said the story before but uh, she was a contestant coordinator on a a couple of game shows and the the first one that I when I met her uh, break the bank and uh, she got up in front of the group and uh, she said well who's the best uh, uh, baseball announcer in the country and everybody this was Los Angeles Beverly Hills if I remember correctly everybody said Vince Scully and I said I screamed out Vince Scully or Al Michael's And she came up and kissed me on the forehead. And I had a a pretty good shot of getting on the show. And I did get on the show. And I won for four (laughs) days, $14,000. So I've always loved uh, Lila Michael passed away 15 years ago. You know, Fred,
0: the game tonight, you know, talking about looking at the numbers of the game, Kansas City's favored by four and a half. Patrick Mahomes. The one thing that I look at, the 54.5 total, based on what I saw last week, (laughs) With Mahomes, and also what I saw from from Herbert, I think that could be the bet. I mean, it's hard to tell who's going to win the game, but I gotta say, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think the NFL is primed for this. Primed, I use the word, <laughs> primed for a great season, and they want this to be a success. I think this is where all of sports is eventually going to be heading in the next ten years with the streaming services. Let me, let me ask you a
1: question. I'm not technically oriented. You're not technically oriented. Both of our wives are more technically oriented than we are. Um, it's, how confusing is it for the average person out there? I mean, is it on Amazon? Is it on Apple? Is it on Peacock? Is it on Blue. Is it on MLB TV? Is it on NBA? Is it on uh, uh, NFL TV? I mean, what I'm saying to you, I think the yeah. average person can keep up with all this
0: movement from one place to the next. But well, without my wife, I'd probably not be able to watch the game tonight. So I, mean, I understand what you're saying, friend. But at least you can turn, you know, tune on Fox and, you know, you get to watch the game on your regular TV outlet, which, you know, I, I, I find that rather interesting than in, in, uh, okay, in Los so Angeles Okay, so you're talking Center.
1: about the total. You're talking about the total of 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen out for the Chargers. Mike Williams, I think, only caught one pass or maybe no passes last week uh kansas city's got a major advantage from there although i I play fantasy i play guyton a couple of places thinking that uh, he may catch a few passes from uh, tom or two uh from herbert you got two of the best quarterbacks in football and sean payton this week indicated without question no argument in his in his mind patrick mahomes is the best quarterback in the national football league art source your comments
0: I think he's one of the top three. I don't know if he's the best. I I think that you know that Herbert has a chance to be something really special. I've never seen anybody throw the ball down the field on a line like he throws the ball. He's got great arm strength, he's got escapability, he's got all the intangibles you look in, you know, from a quarterback's point of view. My only question with Mahomes on occasion is uh If you put pressure on him like any quarterback, and this goes to Brady, this goes to anybody, if you put pressure on him up the middle, he does some goofy things every once in a while. And Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, their job today is to put pressure, okay, on Patrick Mahomes. If they do a good enough job in Staley's defense, you know, I think San Diego, San Diego, I think the Los Angeles Chargers can play with them. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. But I will tell you this. Patrick Mahomes, according to what you were telling, you heard the same show I heard with uh, with Sean Payton. He said that he had a chance, if he could have had a chance to get him as the first-round draft pick, he would have traded everybody for that opportunity. And, I mean, the kid really has unbelievable talent. And people don't know he grew up in major league clubhouses Around great athletes, his dad was a really good—not a great pitcher, but a good pitcher in the major leagues. So he grew up around super athletes, and he's just got the—he's got everything you'd ever want. I mean, and here's the thing: I look at—I look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid; they just have such great synergy. Uh, it, it just looks to me like Kansas City, and everybody's been talking about everybody else. You know, the AFC West. What about the Raiders? What about, you know, well, I got to tell you, until you knock off the champions, Kansas City and Kelsey, they're pretty darn good.
1: <laughs> Art Source, Fred Wallen, and uh, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Art, of course, kicked for the Rams and USC. Let's go, I want to go back to Monday night for one moment because you did mm-hmm. play for the Rams. You did play for USC. After Paul, uh, after Nate Hack- Hackett's call, okay, was there problems in the locker room? Were players saying, how could my coach do this? How does he regain respect,
0: in your opinion? Well, I think Russell Wilson came to his defense. I think Russell Wilson's got a lot of class. That's one thing I, we've always talked about, Fred. You know, Russell Wilson wanted to be on the field on that fourth down and five play. But the reality of it is, it's the first game of the season. It's a 17-game season. Um, it's not an easy place to go in and play. I mean, the crowd, I was upset with the Seattle crowd a little bit for a guy to put 12 years of effort into bringing them a world title. And he should have two titles throwing the ball at the one yard line with the Beastmaster ready to run. We'll never figure that one out, but you know, getting back to the point, the point is that I find, I find it very interesting. I would have put the game in my quarterback's hands. And that's how as simple as it. And Hey, in my day, you could kick the ball 65, 70 yards, but in practice, okay. Not in a game situation. Yeah. It's, it's completely different, but you know, in defense of the kicker, he, he missed it about two feet wide, right. You know? And I mean, that's, that's not that bad of a kick. but again, I just don't understand why they would do that. You know, with the, with the weapons they do have on offense. I mean, I would have got the ball to Williams out of the backfield and, you know, or or let, let Russell, you know, Russell run the ball a little bit. I mean, he's fantastic in those situations.
1: All right. He's Art. I'm Fred. Uh, Art at one point worked in Phoenix. You've worked everywhere. I worked basically in Los Angeles and Las Vegas, but anyways, um, Robert Sarver owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury got fined $10 million and suspended for a year. A lot of the players, LeBron and company, think the same thing that happened, of course, seven, eight years ago uh, to Donald Sterling should have happened to Sarver. What I read, I thought that things were very, very similar indeed. Why wasn't he expelled from the league?
0: Well, you know, LeBron James actually talked a little bit about that as well. And, uh, you know, I... Billionaire owners, Fred, they have a set of rules that only they live by. You know, I mean, you can't be going through, you know, offices and, you know, saying things like that. And, you know, they called it misconduct. You know, basically it was misogynistic behavior. I mean, you know, saying, telling women, you know, wow, you look great in that blouse. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's no time and place in this world for that kind of stuff. You know, I I don't understand it. But then again, you know, it it seems to happen. You look at, you know, the the owner of Daniel Snyder of the Reds, excuse me, of the commanders. And, you know, it's the same kind of situation. You know, at what point in time are these guys going to take a little bit, you know, of uh, responsibility for who they are and what their positions are and show a little class? And, And I guess if you have that much money, you feel like you're above the law. That's the only thing I can say, but I do like the fact that the NBA came down hard on it because there's no place in sports for that. Another thing that bothered me this weekend, I found out in San Diego Southern section, similar to what happened at Monterey High School last year, you know, they had to cancel a game between uh, Vista High School and Poway because again, these kids on the varsity were beating up a little freshman football player and there's no place in that, no place in sports for that kind of stuff. You know, and and I I wonder, you know, when are the adults going to take charge and and teach the kids the proper way, which is you always handle yourself with class. If you really want to help a freshman, teach him how to block and tackle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I don't get it anymore. It's like the world that we've talked about it, Fred, the world is a place that's very, very foreign to me because I just don't understand how people can take the kind of tax they take. You know, and, and you know, a coach, his number one job is to protect his yeah. players, all right, to teach them the values that the great game of football teach, or any sports for that matter, okay, never give up, play hard, teamwork, all those things, but the modern day athlete doesn't represent that anymore. I got, I got into a deal with a guy on Facebook today, he's telling me that Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb and Melloc couldn't play nowadays, and I said, what are you kidding me? They couldn't adjust with that kind of athletic ability? Are you telling me Willie Mays couldn't play now? He's 50 years past his prime. I don't buy that. I don't think you can compare generations in sports. I think great athletes are great athletes in whatever time and era they play in.
1: I agree. Uh, Let's talk baseball for a moment. Uh, Before we say goodbye, uh, I believe sports business, sports media, also heard on Clips. Another article, today's Daily News, LA Daily News, Who's the MVP in the American League? Otani on one side and uh, Aaron uh, Judge on the other. I don't think it's open to question. I think Judge is going to win 75% of the votes. Last year, Otani won. Otani's having a great season. I'm not questioning that. But the Angels stink. The Yankees don't. This guy's got 57 home runs as we're taping this on Thursday. Art,
0: who would you vote for? I'd vote for Aaron Judge. They put a graphic up the other night in Boston. And they had like 12 different categories. He was first in all 12 categories. I mean, 57 home runs. The near, nearest guys, Mike Trout. He had to hit, what, home runs in six straight games or seven straight games to okay. get to 37 or 30, 35. I mean, the guy's having a, a, a great, great season. But then again, you know, I look at it from a different perspective, okay? What Roger Maris accomplished In 1961, in 154 games, can't be compared to what's going on right now. All right? He had hair falling out of his head. He was under so much pressure from the New York media because the New York media was all behind Mickey Mantle. They wanted Mantle to break the record. They didn't want him to break the record. And I really think it it had an indelible effect on Roger's long-term life. I mean, he never was the same after that. He was a good ball player, went to the Cardinals, had a couple of decent years but he captured lightning in a bottle that year. And, you know, I, I just feel really bad because Otani is a, is a generational superstar and I sure hope whoever the new owner of the angels is, they go out of their way to keep trout and keep Otani and build that roster around those two guys, you know, whether it's go out and get free agents or, I mean, you know, Rendon has been a bust. It's just incumbent, you know. You got to give these chance, these guys a chance to play in the playoffs. I mean, to waste Mike Trout and, and Shohei Otani, you know, on a team that's twenty games under five hundred, I just don't get it.
1: Believe sports business sports media. Final word from the one, the only art source on this day's performance.
0: Well, you know, I was looking. I was looking at my. You know my old my old uh, betting sheets, and at the start of the year USC was three hundred to one to win the national title. As of today, they went to one fifty to one to forty to one to twenty five to one, and now they're twelve to one. Now has anybody watched them play defense? (laughs) I mean, there's no doubt Caleb Williams can wing the ball all over the field, and Lincoln Riley does a great job. But Stanford was running the ball and taking it down the field on him. And, you know, I I just I wonder what people are looking at in college football. I mean, I look at I look at teams like Texas. I look at team, you know, that Texas Alabama game was a heck of a football game. I'm looking forward to college football, but I would I can't wait for this twelve team playoff as opposed to the the current four CFB playoff field. And I hope they come to their senses and do it quicker rather than later by the way the pac-12 fred is thinking about doing the amazon prime deal in the pac-12 you know they, they they're thinking about going streaming because obviously bezos has all the money in the world and the pac-12 needs the money i think it'd be a great move for them it would put them on the cutting edge and uh you know it might save the old pac-12 even without sc or ucla
1: and i'm still waiting uh Governor of California Newsom to do something and force UCLA to stay. I think that'd be spectacular. I think that'd be fantastic. What was that with
0: UCLA don't... last week, Fred? With not playing Charbonnet, not playing DTR. Um, I mean, I, I understand they're playing like the easiest cupcake schedule in the history of the world: Southern Alabama, Alabama State, you know, Bowling okay, Green. Well, I got, I got,
1: I got to, I got to interrupt you. We'll be off here in a second, Mario. But uh, you think? Charmin didn't play because they wanted to rest him, or he did something in practice that forced I he, I the coach. I think I think I think, I think I think that. I don't think he's going to not let him play the entire game. I think he's going right. to give him the first quarter. What do you think, yeah, Chip that? Kelly? Or?
0: Chip Kelly can be a little bit of a pain in the ass a lot of times. So I mean, we've discussed this many times in the past. So can Brian Kelly for that matter. <laughs> All right.
1: For Art, for Mario, I'm Fred. Uh, Stay tuned uh, for more of uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Of course, Mm -hmm. we're back uh, a few times a week and, uh, of course, tomorrow and all weekend on uh, Sports Overnight America. Art, uh, Mark and Fred will do the best to uh, talk about what's happening in sports. And you can always email us, sportsfredadio.com. Again, thank you, Art. Thank you. Mario, we'll see you around the corner right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also heard on PodClips. Bye, everybody.